Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. I was with the Giants the last two years, so normally I get to work probably about 6 o'clock in the morning. Um, you know, we'll have, I'll be there before all the players get in the building mm-hmm. uh, just in case they need anything. Um, kind of I, I would do a tape for the linebackers like on Thursday. So I kind of work on my tape. I'll probably most likely work out or something um, early in the morning. I, I do those in between six and seven o'clock. Okay. Uh, work out or finish kind of my work that I had to do for the evenings, just in case we need for a meeting or something. Mm-hmm. Just kind of go back and look over it or finish whatever I need to finish. If I didn't finish it, most likely I, I'll finish out my work by the end of the night, but just kind of go back through it. Um, then normally about seven seven thirty ish, the coaches will have a meeting, yeah. uh, whether it's a, a, a unit meeting like the offensive defense coaches going to meeting together, or we have a, a staff meeting. Just kind of go over stuff for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, the players will come in and kind of lift and stuff from probably like eight to nine ish. They have kind of open hours. Um, then after that, I know. We were a noon practice team for the most part. So okay. um, the guys are going to meet up to probably about 11. Then I had like 30 minutes to an hour to eat lunch and, and, and get dressed for practice. Uh, practice at noon. Mm-hmm. Coaches will come up and watch the film. Players will go and shower, eat, yeah. do whatever they need to do before, um, you know, before the time's up. And then um, probably around about everybody it's your boy back again with another episode of big boss talk the podcast man listen um i always tell y'all every single time i get on this camera i say man we got another top tier guest and by this time y'all should know that we ain't doing nothing less nothing but top tier guests and uh this guest can't recommend it um i mean I, i'm super glad that he have even had the time to be able to sit down and chop it up with us and just um you know, be able to get in and just talk and dive into his career path because it's, it's quite interesting. Um, just, I guess, seeing is the, the development, you know, where he's at now. Um, and we'll get into all that. But let me give y'all um, who I got. So I got Malik Gatewood, age 25, um, career slash job. He's a football coach. He coaches DBs now. College degree, University of Tennessee, bachelor's in sports, recreation management. Years in, years in his profession, he's going on four Malik, say what's up, man. What's going on, Big Ball, uh, Big Boss Talk Podcast, man. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I appreciate y'all. Um, appreciate the invite, man. Let's let's get it. Let's talk, man. Let's let's do let's it. Show everybody what it's about. Let's, let's go. do it. Let's do it, man. So listen, Malik said he wanted to do his uh, embarrassing moment now. So we only get a few of those. We don't get a lot of two. two we get a lot of two twos and a lot, not a lot of embarrassing moments. So I can't wait to hear this moment. Let's see what you got. All right, so um, 
like you said, you do I always do two truths and a lie, so I decided to do embarrassing moments. So okay. it was like when I was um I was around like four years old, four or five years old, I was just learning how to swim. Yeah. So I had a lot of older cousins and uncles and stuff. My granddad had a swimming pool at his crib when we was younger. And it was like, man, I was I was I was I was doggy paddling in the little four feet. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. And then one of my big cousins, like, you can swim. So I, of course me being competitive, thinking I'm kind of tough or whatever. I was like, yeah, I can swim. I can swim better than you. <laughs> I mean, he tossed me in a he tossed me in a deep end. Man, I almost drowned. My auntie was pregnant. She had to come and save me. No. Man, it was, it was just, it was just and then when then they started like, like it was tripping on me when they um when I got out the pool. So it was like, man, it was like one of the top top three embarrassing moments of my life. So but that's I crazy, to man. He just threw you in the deep end like that. <laughs> just just threw me in the deep the deep end, man. I was <laughs> And like I said, the most embarrassing part is my auntie. She was pregnant. Yeah. Like they was, they won't let me drown. My auntie was pregnant. She came at the house. She was scared because I'm like, and then she had a baby herself. Yeah, like that was crazy. Well, so. y'all boys, wow, yeah. man, boys, wow. Yeah. That's what's up, man. We appreciate that. That's a good embarrassing moment, man. Because I can imagine right. you just getting tossed in that deep end and just. Help, help, you know what I mean? So, yeah, right. <laughs> so it's crazy. Right. But uh man, that's what's up. So what I'm gonna do, man, I got four quick questions for you, man. So it's like take about five, ten seconds to answer, man. But I know you're a coach, right? I know you coach D B. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you know. How do you determine a starter, man? So um, like the past two years I've been in the NFL, I, I really hadn't had a chance to make those decisions, but mm-hmm. I've learned from some good guys that, that make decisions, but I feel like with being a DB, you always just got to be disciplined. Um, guys is, you know, they can get the ball, create turnovers. Uh, I like guys that can catch the ball, get picks, uh, create turnovers, causing fumbles and stuff like that. Um, confidence. I think being a DB, a, a, a great DB is having good confidence because every now and then, you know, somebody going to throw the ball over mm-hmm. your head, so you're going to get caught on, you're going to do stuff like that. So, um, and just to start, it, it just comes from how you practice. Okay. Um, practice each and every day, you know, trying to prove yourself, trying to get better within the scheme, get better for your teammates so you can be able to trust throughout the, with the coaches. So um, those are some of the things I think of, you know, when, when thinking about a great DB or, or a starter type DB. So. Yeah, that's for sure, man. I, I, I wanted to ask that question because, man, I would think that it's hard to really determine, like, Who's gonna be, you know, who's gonna be that guy? You know what I'm saying? On in that on that 11 man roster, come Sunday, Monday night, uh, and you know who's gonna perform? Because I feel like everybody in the league, like you know, if you make that 53 man roster, I mean, you got talent. You know what I'm saying? You one of those guys. So if, for me, um, I always wanted to know like what kind of differentiate certain players. I know a lot of it is IQ. Um, you know, just mm-hmm. being a football player myself, just understanding like some guys may not pick up on the playbook as quickly. Um, you know, right. some guys are more, you know, got more, I guess you could say, uh, time dealing with the playbook, depending on what system they've been mm-hmm. in. So, um, right. that, that that's pretty cool, man. And then what's... Uh, yeah, I mean, of course, that, that happens a lot in the NFL. You know, I've only been there two years, yeah. the past two years, and of course, I wanted to play in the NFL growing up as a kid and all that. But now, being on the coaching side of it, you really get to see how transactions are made and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll never share anything like that, but um, sure. like you see a rotation of players coming in throughout the league and um, players has been there, like you said, has been in certain systems a long time. So those guys, like you said, IQ is the biggest thing in the NFL, I, I would think, yeah. besides your talent level, because some guys almost 40 years old, 
or 44 years old, like a Tom Brady or somebody, he's still playing at a high level. Right. So his IQ is there. So, and then you got certain guys at different positions. They, if they know what's going on, it's easier for them to be able to be in the right positions, even though the mm-hmm. athletic ability has declined a lot. Yeah. So, um, that that's definitely a big key in it. That makes sense, man. You see it a lot in uh, college. You know, it's almost like watching a freshman versus a senior. You know what I mean? Like a, a right. senior gonna definitely, right. you know, he know the playbook. He gonna be able to move fast, be in the right place. He know what's probably gonna happen nine times out of ten. You know, versus a freshman is just raw athletic ability. Just and, and I, I, I would hope he, I, I would hope he, he didn't took that next step because with freshman <laughs> coming in on the same level. As a senior, that's kind of you know yeah. that's kind of gonna get ugly for that senior. It is, it is. And then what's uh best athlete you ever seen in person? And then I want the best athlete you probably ever coached, or oh, one Man. of the best, one of the best. I know it's a lot, a lot of guys out there that are, are really good. Like I said, I, I I've been um I've only been coaching four years, but you know I played, I played some great athletes. Um, mm-hmm. let me see. Uh, I can't even think, man. It's, it's so many guys I've seen over the past two years in the NFL and just guys I grew up with. Like, they probably need to make it just like athletic-wise. You got a top three? Um, Let me see. It's some freaks in the league, like Darren <laughs> Waller. Yeah. I, I, I just, we played them. Um, man, all them guys from Tampa Bay, Mike, um, Mike Evans and them dudes. Um, I did see somebody that's not playing anymore, but I thought he was like one of the most athletic people I ever seen. I made him uh, Monday Night Football. Randy Moss, mm. Randy Moss, one of my top, one of my top favorite players. You know, kind of all time. Yeah. Um, man, it's, it's I, I can't really even narrow it down. I just seen it's some so guys the past years. And, and plus, I, and I ain't gonna never say my players, man, who, who sure. I didn't coach is like the most athletic. I, but oh my god, you know they get out to. That's what's and up. The, the next guys I'm going to coach going to be able to get after. So that's why I try. I, I know the next step in my career, I'm going to try to get the best guys, the best character guys, most athletic guys. Um, like you said, like you talked about IQ guys. Um, I think that's those are some of the key components of being a, a, a great DB or a great player, period. So, um, yeah, I'm sorry I couldn't answer that. But it's all good, man. About, I, I didn't say I mean, it a lot. I mean, listen, it, it, it shows me that, you know, you've been coaching for a while. You, you you know, like, I just thought maybe this might have been somebody that just stood out um, to you. But I understand completely, you know, being a coach, you know, your guys, everybody comes in and works hard each and every day. Um, you know, I've, I've been an athlete, so I understand the, the, the role right, yeah. of a coach. So that's what's up, man. And then what's your goal every day? When you wake up out the bed, man, what's your goal um, or what you try to achieve every single day? Well, first, um, my relationship with God, every 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 um, morning I wake up, uh, I think I'm like 300, and, I mean, not 300, 850-some days into my Bible. Okay. Um, I, at least, I at least read the devotion, you know, every day. It's, it's, the, it's the first thing in the morning I want to I wanna start off on the right track. Right. Um, recently, what I've been doing, and, you know, you've been a football player, too. I, I've, I've started back trying to try to get in the workout routine mm-hmm. just to keep my mind flowing, kind of... Um, decompress from the, the past day and night, yeah. start off the day fresh. And then um, right now I've just been kind of working. Uh, right now I'm not with a team, so i just been kind of working football stuff, watching clinics, um, getting on the board, drawing, um, no pads and stuff, then just watching clinics of, of great coaches that coaching, just try to keep getting better every day at my craft. So uh, that's kind of the routine I've been, uh, you know, been having the last few days. So, or the last few weeks, 
uh, trying to stay into it until, you know, the, the next step of my career. So, yeah. That's what's up, man. That, I like it, man. And then uh, I guess the my, my, my last question, I know is quick questions, but – I always wanted wanted to know how does the you know how does certain team like how do teams handle losses you know what I'm saying like what does a loss how do how do NFL teams handle losses you know coming in on that Monday you know what I'm saying like let's just say we took a, a loss Sunday you know is it more like the coach like I'm pretty sure they it goes down in film room but I'm just saying is it is it like once they hit the practice field is the air clear like on to the next or is it like I mean we running we conditioning. All types of stuff. Well, so yeah, you know that's that's kind of high school. Of course, <laughs> uh, we're conditioning, we do all that kind of stuff. But I mean, at that level, it's a job. So um, the coach gonna correct everything. You yeah. know, different organizations are different. I don't. We didn't have a lot of rah rah. Our coach would come in and correct the stuff. Um, I'll be the same way. I come in and correct the stuff. Let the guys know what we done wrong. That past game, what we got to do and. And it's a fast-moving schedule, so okay. you kind of got to correct those things and move on to the next opponent real quick. Um, and and the guys understand nobody don't want to lose, especially in the NFL where yeah. uh, you get certain incentives for having good games and doing – like the players um, making money, the coaches making more money if you go to the playoffs and stuff. So, of course, nobody wants to lose. So, um, you know, everybody just put their hard head back on it and just go back to work. Um, just the next day and just try to build up to the next week and just be able to win the next week. So every every, every day, um, taking each day at a time, trying to learn the film, guys getting the workouts in and all that kind of stuff, then just stacking up the pieces to the to the Sunday game or the Saturday game if you're in college so you and your team can go out there and be successful. So, For sure, man. Um, yeah, I, I think the guys handle it well and they just come back to work. That's dope, man. What got to be a professional. I, I like, yeah, like I said, I, it was one of those things when you growing up and you see, you know, what I'm saying, like obviously, like you said, it's very high school. It's like you know, in high school, they they get on you the next day. Like we had X amount of penalties, so you are gonna be doing. X, oh yeah, yeah, that's know? that's still happening now. Like oh okay, they still get it in. Oh really <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, it's your job, so of course you're gonna be confronted about if you out there jumping outside, <laughs> holding and stuff just costing the team. Of course right. you're gonna be Running about that, but it's like, you know, it's not like you know, two hour session. Your coach gonna make you roll down the down the oh, yeah, field, nah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's not none of that. Yeah, them, them boys too grown. Okay, cool, man. We're right, gonna yeah. hop, we're gonna hop straight into it, man. Um, I always like to take the, the the listeners, the viewers from the beginning, man. So obviously, you know, tell us a little bit about you know Malik, man. Um, obviously, just where you from, and then just you know, what did you have aspirations? being um, when you were little? Like, did you always know you wanted to be a coach or was that something that you kind of figured out later in life as you kind of got older? So, you know, take us from the beginning, just kind of like where you're from, um, what it was like growing up in your area, and then, you know, what did you want to be growing up? Uh, yeah, so um, Malik Gatewood, I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, if you know people from Memphis, you know we love our city, man. Uh, yeah, I know my is on here with you. I know, I know he just Memphis. I told him he gonna be the mayor of Memphis one day. Man, Memphis, he damn, loves he loves it. Yeah, yeah, I love it too, man. But um, you know, growing up, I mean, where we come from, it's it's kind of hard to you know get out of our areas. It's, it's it's a lot of great people, a lot of great town, a lot of great food here and stuff. Um, man, but it's it's hard to get here. And I grew up in a single parent home. Yeah. Um, my dad passed when I was young, so sorry to hear that. I, I, I yeah, no, it's all good, man. But I always had a desire, you know, to keep on more, keep doing more for my family. So, of course, 
playing football just like every other kid. I wanted to go and play in the NFL. Yeah. So I, I told myself earlier, I told my mom as a young kid, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in the NFL. Sure. I didn't know whether I was going to be a player, coach, scout, equipment man, nothing. I just told her I was going to be in the NFL. And like I said, I, I'm real big on faith. So um, just my faith all the way through to now, mm-hmm. just having faith and just putting in the work, being dedicated. Um, I always try, like I always trying to get better and keep learning. Um, until where I got to the point where I got to college, I played at the University of Tennessee. Um, great dudes I played with, man. Um, yeah. Some great coaches I had there. So my last year um, playing, I had a I had a bad foot injury, and I played DB. So, yeah. um, you know, you ain't gonna make it too far if, if the, the turf toe got kept getting too bad. So I, I really barely could run. So Dang. my biggest thing was to try to help the guys and help myself. Is just keep on learning the defense and learn the whole defense. We had just got a new uh, head coach in. Yep. The guy that actually gave me a chance to get into coaching, uh, Jeremy Pruitt. And um, it was three coaches on that staff Jeremy Pruitt, Tracy Rocker, and uh, Craig Fitzgerald. Okay. Uh, coach Fitz was our strength coach. And he 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 told me, he was like, man, uh, I was getting my sport management degree. He was like, man, I think you should, should come down here and work in the strength condition as an intern. Yeah. And then I was like, man, I don't know. And I had an internship to end my sport management degree. Okay. Uh, it was like my last class. So I used that internship. About, I, I went down there with them. I had played. I mean, I had played. So I kind of knew how the, the Florida weight room went. Yeah. Um, ended up doing that. Liked it. Then I, Coach Pruitt, he, he brought me upstairs. I talked to him. I was like, Coach Will, my, my time, I, I graduated now. My time up. Yeah. Uh, I like, love being around the program. I love what they was doing at the time. Um. And I was like, I love football so much. I'm not going to the NFL, so I want to get into coaching. And then he just he just threw me in the fire. That's crazy. Uh, went in there, got a computer, uh, got everything, and, and then another guy that's been helping me out a lot. I, I got a lot of great coaches that I had uh, been in contact with, but um, our defense coordinator Derek Ansley, he was in charge right now. Okay. Um, he, he I ended up working for him, so he kind of taught me the ropes of kind of. Um, what it was to be a coach of day-to-day duties and stuff he had us doing and um, just just feeding off the other guys around me kept me getting better. We had a whole room of guys all across the country right now. So, yeah, um, yeah, just that. Then once once I was there for like a year and a half as a GA and then Fitz, Craig Fitzgerald, who I was just told, told you about, yeah. him and this other coach that I worked with last year named um, Coach Shear. Mm-hmm. Um, they they both went to New York Giants after like two seasons in Tennessee, and then Fitz once again he was like, "Well, uh, we got something open here at the Giants. I thought about you and wanted to see if he was gonna come." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it the NFL. It's the NFL." So yeah. there, man. Uh, like I said, I had some great guys, you know, look out for me. Some great people uh, in my life, you know, to kind of help me get to the next step and plus my own self-motivation and, yeah. and, and trying to do better for my family and my biggest thing is just helping people out and, and, and creating at some point generation wealth for my family you know yeah. um there's something behind me so uh that, that, was, that was some of the biggest things of, about me it, it, it was one more it's just yeah. only the last question was that did, did was being a coach Something you always oh, wanted to nah, do. Like I said, it I was wanted, just NFL. I wanted to play, but yeah, I wanted to play, but like I always, like I said, I'm big on my face. So whatever God plan was for me, for sure, uh, I, I took whatever came with it. So uh, it's still every day. You know, mm-hmm. it, it ain't it ain't peaches and cream, but 
it's still every day I grind and just try to, you know, keep putting one foot in front of the other every day. So man, that's what we gotta do, man. One foot in front of the other, man. Listen, one dude, foot in front of the hearing your story, man, like it's so it's crazy because every time I talk to somebody, like if I talk to coaches, man, I got a lot of guys I play ball with. They coach either that's high school, college, you know, they they finding their way uh, along this journey. But the biggest thing that I always hear is not it's it's not what you know. Like in the coaching realm, I feel like it's not what you know, it's who you know most of the time. You know what I mean? Like how many people you know you you're able to touch hands with and, and make a good impression with. I do want to talk to um, you know, just about a quick question about your time at Tennessee. Uh, you know, who would you, you know, you play D B, but who would you remember your game after? You know what I'm saying? Coming through the what is it, Rocky Top? That's what y'all Rocky Top, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So coming through, you know what I'm saying? Who would you try to mimic your game after, or, you know, it, that was in the NFL or that, that has played in the NFL? Oh, okay, okay. So, um, man, from when I was a kid uh, up to now, man, I, I, I always love I, – I, I seen him on the last part of his career, but everybody that's ever been a DB, ever grew up as a DB, want to be like prime time, you know? Uh, okay. <laughs> and, and now – I'm loving what he's doing, it, you know, in the HBCU and Jackson State. Um, man, I, 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 you know, I, I've inspired to be like Dion since I was a kid playing football. So now I love what he's doing in the, in the coaching uh, yeah. profession and, you know, trying to help them take the next step, you know, in their journeys. But um, him, um, at first I thought I was going to be a linebacker for a long time. Ray Lewis is another guy that's that my, I, I really my, love. That's my idol. I ain't never grown to that. Um and, and I I'll probably say the next the next guy that's kind of similar to size stature, um, they kind of got that same attitude as me, the Honey Badger. Okay, that's that was that was that was one of my favorite players for a long time. So man, Honey Badger, that's um, that's, that's, that's that dude. How I to, how to huh? I say Honey Badger, that dude. Yeah, yeah. That's, sorry, that's who I kind of tried to remember my game up. Okay, that's what's up. So I I knew you played. I look back. And I was like, man, he played at Tennessee. I actually went to school with, I'm pretty sure you know Cordero Patterson. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I'm from Rocky Hill, South Carolina. So we played against Cordero Patterson. I went to South Point. So Jadavion, Cordero Patterson. We, oh, yeah, I guys rivalries, you know what I mean? So we, we yeah. play, played against those guys, and, and it was crazy, man. And uh, also, Jonathan Hefney came through um, Tennessee. I'm not sure. I don't know if you know Jonathan Hefney, but he was a DB. Jonathan he played oh, in the man. Canadian League. But, um, you know, as far as, like, your journey, what does a, you know, for kids that want to, you know, get into coaching, you know what I mean, or want to, you know, get into this lifestyle, what's, like, one of the biggest advice that you can give them uh, to be successful, you know, in their career? Because, obviously, you know, it, like we talked about, it takes, you know, knowing, you know, maybe knowing some people, but also being, you know, your hard work as well too. So, like, what's some of those keys um, to get into that coaching, into the coaching game? Man, first off, um, I, I've I've had a lot of, I, I call them my OGs. Man, I had a lot of guys that, that put me on game. I, I I go and sit in the office. Like, it, it's more than just the X's and all those things. Like you said, knowing people, building relationships with people. Um, mm. I sit down and, and just not for my own my own game, but just keep on getting better. I would sit and talk to coaches about certain stuff young guys should do, um, what it has helped them in the coaching profession, mm -hmm. and stuff just to keep getting better. So a lot of guys, and what I've been using, um, don't act like you know everything. You don't know everything. Um, just sit there and learn. Be quiet. 
Um, when, when somebody asks you something, you know, speak your mind. Yeah. Uh, don't be afraid to speak up when uh, some, but but just sit back and observe. Sit back and observe what's going on. Um, be a sponge all the time. Don't feel like no job is too big for you to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was a GA, like I talked about, uh, GAs do everything. He had us doing everything. <laughs> but I, I never felt like I was too big to do a job. Um, man, grind. Um, our defensive coordinator I had with the Giants the past two years, he told me, when I told him I, I really wanted to be a coach, <laughs> he said, what you're doing right now, just treat it like a master's class, uh, a master's program class. Mm-hmm. So just trying to dive in deep into the film, into, you know, watch what the guys in front of you doing, um, see if they make certain mistakes, what you would want to do and what you wouldn't want to do, um, how they react to players, like just mm-hmm. building relationships with the players. Um, man, what else? Like I said, relationships with, with, with guys on the staff, you never know where, where somebody's going to be at. Um, and just, I, I, with me, it's building authentic relationships. Um, yeah. Not nothing just like, Coach, if you go here, just take me just because, like, just because I know you. Yeah. I try to I try to build authentic relationships with, with people. And we talk about their families. And same thing I do that I was doing with the players. Um, just being personal with people. Um, sure. What else I was saying? Um, man. Just be where your feet are. Don't don't. And a lot of coaches told me this too. In the coaching world, you know, guys move around all the time. Right. So just just do well with the job that you have right then, and then the, the rest of it to come. Don't be trying to bounce jobs to jobs um, yeah. and stuff like that. So those are some of the key things, you know. I think that this has helped me so far, and I think will help me, you know, throughout my career. Bro, those are solid gems, bro. Like, I mean, like I said, I, I know a lot of guys that want to get into coaching, but, you know, one of the things that you just talked about as far as, like, being present, you know what I'm saying, in, in what you're doing now, like, the role that you got now, don't think too far ahead and don't look behind. It's like right. take advantage of what you got going on. So, I mean. I'm and, just build, and just build up to what, what's to come. Like, every day I'm trying to – I'm thinking about stuff that I might do when I'm a when head coach. Day, yeah. I, I don't feel like I'm there yet, so I'm still trying to build and, Keep learning to, to be better when I get that chance. So yeah, man. I, I mean, I, I believe it, and uh, you know, I I do want to ask this question because a lot of guys think you know because you know they play ball, you know, they feel like they could be great coaches, you know, or or it'll come easy to you. Um, was there any learning curve from going from the field, being a player, to then now being a coach? And I think you know you mentioned a few as far as like the relationship part, building relationships. I feel like that that could be a curve because you genuinely got to care about these guys and really want to put them in the best position possible, you know, when they on the right. field and then what they got going on off the field. So what's, you know, what's some of the hardest things um, about coaching that you had to learn and that you had to overcome in your um, tenure um, of being a coach? Um, first off, like you said, the relationships part of it, um, I always felt like I was a good teammate. Um, pretty I, I never really had a problem with none of my teammates. Yeah. Um, was very personal with them. So my personality, besides we get into it or something, I, I, most likely we're going to be cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I think I'm just laid back, pretty cool guy. So on that part, it was kind of straight for me. You know, I, I just had to start talking to more people uh, when I was, like, recruiting and all that kind of stuff. Even in the, in the NFL, I just had to meet more people and keep talking to people. Um, <clears throat> uh, the X's and O's stuff was kind of a little different. Okay. Of course, I knew the DB stuff because I always kind of trained myself to know everything that was going on in the secondary. Yeah. But this past year, I got a chance to work with the um, 
the front seven, the line, the linebackers in the front seven. So I kind of got oh, to learn the D line and all that kind of stuff and blocking schemes and all that kind of stuff. So that's why I was saying keep trying to develop my knowledge. Got you. Um, man, with us. With us, with us. Uh, I, I think it was cool. Football is football to me. Yeah, like, learning football. football. <laughs> but everybody, I will say everybody do. Um, I realize more that everybody, like, learns different. Okay. So you, you have to be able to break it down um, in different ways for different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they can be able to explain it, so they can go out there and play fast, and make plays, and, you know, just try to be the best player they can be. So uh, that's one of the bigger things I, I learned, like, how to explain stuff. Because I, I can look at certain stuff and, and know it just from my Your IQ. Knowledge. But the next person, the next person might can't see it like this. So you got to be able to explain it and, and um, you know, just be able to verbalize it and make sure they can understand it. So yeah, or draw it on the board or do whatever. That's what's up. Film, study, whatever. That's what's up. That's what's up. I mean, I feel like for me, I'm not. I'm. I was offensive line, so I'm gonna tell you right now. Coach made everything simple. Uh, we, we exposed you. We exposed you. <laughs> <laughs> if you if hey. you don't know no plays, we sending that blitz through there. Hey, you you be, hey. Yeah. Now, I'm gonna tell you one thing right now. I'm gonna know the plays, but that coach gonna have to. Uh, okay. Coach gonna have to drop. It's some of the guys they gotta like on that front five. You gotta like drop it down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you gotta give like with offensive line. It's always like key points, right? You, you know, you got your mic linebacker. You know what I'm saying? You always probably gonna start somewhere with there. Um, checking out the front line, you know, they in the, you got, oh, bet, bet, bet. But bad. you good, man. But it's either you got a three down lineman, four down lineman, just depends. So it, I'm not really, but I'm not an X and O guy. You know what I'm saying? Like I got, I got people yes. that play, that play Madden, right? And they mm-hmm. show X and O's with it. They can tell me what I'm doing before I'm, you know, if I actually even do it. And I'm pretty sure you the exact same way. Like I could, I probably would not want to play you in Madden. Because you know, yeah. you know the defense. And, and to be honest with you, and to be honest with you, I tell this people to people a lot. That's how I start. That's how I learned football. Just playing on man. You that's lying. exactly how I learned. And then, like I said, as, as I as I went and got higher, you know, in the coaching realm and, and playing wise, yeah, I just started learning football more. And then the coaches be like, "This is a curl flat. This is a hook curl." Like I'm like I've been doing this on man since I was like <laughs> ten years old. So, <laughs> Hey, that's crazy, man. So, that's really a cheat code. That's that's one thing you should add to the to what we talked about earlier. Yeah, and play, man, playing man. That's that's how kids like. Whether you want to coach, learn like that's how you just learn playing man. The yeah. simple, the basics, the basics. Learn the basics. Yeah, got you. That's what's up. And so, um, what's uh, I guess what is what is it what is it like, um. On a day-to-day basis, you know, being with a uh, professional organization, NFL, like when you're in season, what does take me through a day? You know, what your schedule kind of looks like, you specifically. All right, so like I said, I, um, I was with the Giants the last two years, so normally I get to work probably about six o'clock in the morning. Um, you know, we'll have I'll be there before all the players get in the building, mm-hmm. uh, just in case they need anything. Um, kind of, I, I would do a tape for the linebackers like on Thursday. So I kind of work on my tape. I probably most likely work out or something um, early in the morning. I, I do those in between six and seven o'clock. Okay. Uh, work out or finish kind of my work that I had to do for the 
even if, just in case we need it for a meeting or something, mm-hmm. just kind of go back and look over it or finish whatever I need to finish. If I didn't finish it, most likely I, I'll finish out my work by the end of the night, but just kind of go back through it. Um, then normally about 7, 7.30-ish, um, the coaches will have a meeting, yeah. uh, whether it's a, a, a unit meeting, like the offensive and defensive coaches going to meet together or we have a, a staff meeting just kind of go over stuff for the day mm-hmm. um the players will come in and kind of lift and stuff from probably like eight to nine ish they have kind of open hours um then after that i know we were a noon practice team for the most part so okay. um the guys are gonna meet up to probably about 11 then i had like 30 minutes to an hour to eat lunch and, and, and get dressed for practice um, practice at noon. Mm-hmm. Coaches will come up and watch the film. Players will go and shower, eat, yeah. do whatever they need to do before, um, you know, before the time's up. And then um, probably around about two thirty three ish, we'll get in there and watch the, the film with the players. Mm-hmm. Um, players will be done probably. You know, we have special teams, offense, defense, yeah, or whatever. Um, players will probably be done around about five ish. So probably like a nine to five, like regular, yeah. you know, like a regular job. Uh, then they'll do their recovery, whatever else they routine for the rest of the day. Right. Coaches will get a chance to eat dinner, then go off a meeting probably around, what I say, the players get off, we probably meet again like seven o'clock. And then go over what's, what, whatever, whether it's a staff meeting or, or, or a de-staff meeting, we'll go over what we did in practice today. And then the next day, like, say so we'll, thir- we'll do stuff for third down or something. Yeah. Or whatever the situation for the next day is, kind of go through that. Uh, coaches that had their cards, and like I said, everybody have their responsibilities, what they need to do. Uh, then we probably uh, leave, and then I come back and talk about it. Then about nine o'clock ish, you'll be able to go your separate ways and finish whatever work you have, and then kind of leave them from there. So, um, and sometimes I used to be in the office to midnight. Sometimes I leave at like nine. It just depends. And like I said, I, I always try to work ahead and kind of do my stuff early. So, yeah. but it's, it's, it's different. It's different. Like it's not every coach, every coaching um, staff is not like that, but right. you know, that, that's kind of how, how we did it. So that's what's up, man. man. You were pretty much working sometimes 12, 15 hour days. Oh uh, yeah. I was, I was getting 12, 15 hours a day, especially in camp time. Yeah. I mean, you, you know how they're trying to come go. I'm telling you, man, you getting it in. So, <laughs> I mean, for anybody that's watching, bro, like if you're trying to get into the coaching game, man, you gotta be willing. Like you gotta really love football, man. Like this, oh, yeah. this you, ain't you gotta be dedicated. Like this ain't no play, play, <laughs> play games. Like nah, like, you gotta be locked in because, like, like um, I mean, coach, coach, uh, coach Judge was at the Giants the last few years. He, he used to say something. You know, I know he got it from some great guys when he was in New England, but we all touch each other money, especially on that level. So I'm, I'm dedicating my time to you. And you need to be dedicating your time to doing this stuff on the field because we all we all touching each other money. We all trying to help each other eat and yeah. help each other family. So um, that's I mean that's why I stayed along hours and we all want to win. So um, yeah, man, that's, yeah. that's 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 it. I love it, man. I'm I'm inspired, man. Like for them coaches, man. Like and, and not only that, like I say, you build a relationship with guys that you know in the future you never know. You know what I'm saying? Like I. It, it, I'm, I got some guys, like I said, they coach high school, and, like, I know the work that they putting in as far as, like, impacting those kids' lives, the gyms, <clears> the, <throat> the gyms they can give them on that type of level. But I'm pretty sure on the NFL level, it, you know, you might see some of the similar 
situations or you might be impacted by, you know, a veteran guy. You know what I'm saying? That might change, you know, that might change your perspective and change how you look at um look at the game and whatnot. So I'm inspired, bro. I think, you know what I'm saying, like just sitting down having this conversation, which I learned so much. Um and I think, you know, I'm happy that we got people like you that's, you know, trying to obtain those big, you know, those big goals and just, you know, right now I feel like, you know, your foot's in, you know, got your foot in there and now it's just like keep working, keep working, which you already said you was gonna do. That's why this one, uh, I don't know if you can see my shirt. But yeah, legendary. Hey, legendary. And you see who that is right there, right? Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali is one of my favorite guys, man. Uh, I just love, he, you know, what he did and what he stood for. And, man, that's about every day I'm trying to be legendary, trying, yeah. trying to be one of the greats and, and trying to help my players keep on elevating to the next level and, you know, just keep keep getting better and do whatever God's will for me, you know, in this profession. So. That's a fact, man. You on your way, man. So, where do you, last question, man? Well, one, one of the last ones, just where do you want to be in five years? Where do you see yourself in five years? Because we're gonna look back at the tape, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna be like, man, we was on Big Boss Talk. We're gonna five years from now. I'm pulling up all the film, and I'm be like, man, that boy. Man, I, 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 I wanna I, like like I told you, man, I wanna be wherever God gonna gonna have me to be, man. Uh, you know, everybody got their hopes and dreams, but it ain't up to me. It ain't up to none of us. So right. Uh, I'm just going to keep on working and keep on, like I said, put my one foot in front of the other, keep on trying to help people and, and, and help elevate my life and help elevate my family. So we'll see. Hopefully we, we talking and we talking big when we talking next time. So. Yeah, we talking yeah. big. We talking next five big. years. All right, we like it. We like it, man. Thank you for that answer. Um, the last thing I need for you, man, is a, two recommendations or, or one recommendation. Somebody that you think could fit the mode of the podcast could definitely offer us some game, um, you know, just help help people out, man. I just need one, two recommendations um, if you got yeah. them. I got two. Uh, one of them is my um, – I actually talked to him about it once. Like, I got recommended, and I knew it was going to come around. Um, he's a barber in Memphis, one of my best friends. We grew up together. His name is Marcus Evans. Okay. Uh, I think it's Finesse – at Finesse Fades okay. on uh, Instagram. Um, I, I really like what he's doing. He, he's he's locked in. He's trying to um, keep improving, keep on. And, and if you get him on the show, you will see. Yeah. Um, him and then it's another one of my best friends. His name is Drew Richmond. He uh, he's a CFL player, uh, really good player. He played with me at Tennessee. One of my best friends too. Uh, been in the CFL the last two years. Had an injury. Um, it's kind of kind of changed his life. He never been through an injury, so I, I think he has a pretty neat story he can tell and yeah, hopefully sure. inspire, you know, kids and just anybody that's going to turn into the podcast. So, for sure, um, man. Them just a few. I got so many people, man, I could, I could name, but uh, them two guys just stuck out to me right there. So. Appreciate it, man. If what if you can help me out, man, all I need you to do is if you can send me a uh, Instagram profile or however they like to be contacted, whether they cool with like you giving out their number, whatever the case may be, if you could just right. give me that information, I'll reach out to them. I'll do all the work. Uh, just let them know that I'll probably be reaching out to them. That way, they don't, you know, throw my DM away. They be like, I don't know this fool. Oh, I got, I got one more. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm gonna send you him too. It's one of my uh, homeboys. He a DJ. Okay. If hey, if you need, if you need any events done or anybody is gonna be on this podcast, his name is DJ Awal. Um, man, DJ John Doe. This is one of my frat brothers. But yeah, man, I, like I said, it's a hey, lot of you guys. got so like, many. Man, hey, my my one of my. Uh, <laughs> One of my live brothers, he has a podcast name, uh, The Real Wise Team. But anyway, um, any events, any of that, 
I'll send it to you. Hopefully you can get these guys on the show. Like I said, I got a lot of guys. Man. It's a lot of great talent in Memphis and a lot of people I know, man. Listen, but, man, I'm trying well, to... I'll send over stuff to you. Yeah, I'm trying to tap in with Memphis, man. So go ahead and send it to me, man. I'm going to try to run my way through the whole East Coast if I can. So just let me know. Uh, send me that information and I'll get in with them. But Malik, man, I want to say thank you. I appreciate your time, bro. Uh, it's, it's, it's been a pleasure. Um, and I hope a lot of people that's watching, man, like you say, if God's willing, hopefully, you know, they can tune in, pick up some of the success gems because they in there. You just got to pick them out. Um, you got to pick them out, you man. You got to go, go and get your pen and paper. That's what I do, man. Like I said, I watch them clinics, try, try to get them gems, man. They just keep on learning and keep getting better. Man, for so. sure, man. Well, I'm going to let you get back to it, man. Thank you again, bro. Yeah, most definitely. Appreciate you. Thank yes, you all for listening. you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details